Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Jakespeare Virtual Theater's podcast of Inside the Shank, a podcast for our upcoming virtual production of The Shawshank Redemption, based upon the novella by Stephen King and the Oscar-nominated film. My name is Jake Lewis. I am the host of this podcast, obviously, as well as the director of this production. And with me today, we have the production's staged stage manager, Andrea Doobie. Now, you might have heard her interview on our previous podcast. This time, we are going to flip the script a little bit and let her interview me. Now, I will let you know I have not seen these questions ahead of time. So if they are no good, you know who to blame. Uh, no, I'm sure they're going to be wonderful questions, but I would want to know a little bit about the director of a play if I were trying to find out information of, about it. And it would sound a little bit weird if I were interviewing myself, wouldn't it? So uh, without any further ado, let me introduce you or perhaps reintroduce you to Andrea Doobie. Andrea, how are you today? I am great. How are you doing today? Good. Thanks for doing this. I, uh, yeah. I love talking about myself. <laughs> Well, I like talking to you, so I guess oh, this very works. Kind. Very <laughs> kind. So you got some questions for me? I do, yes. Fire away. I'm ready. You sure? I think so. I hope can so. You, can you handle it? Uh, well, we'll see, won't we? Good All thing right. that this is not live. Yeah, right. All right, here we go. Anything I don't like. <laughs> I have final out. editing cut on this. All edit right. that whole thing out. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, Jake, I was just wondering, and I've yeah. been wondering for a little while, mm. what about the Shawshank Redemption made you want to actually include it this season or just like direct it in general? Well, this is the first season for Jakespeare Virtual Theater Company. I did a little group uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and at the time, uh, the Shawshank Redemption wasn't available. So um, I kind of get alerts about um, new plays that are coming out. I also get alerts about just anything related to Stephen King. I am a huge, uh, huge is probably an understatement, um, diehard, I guess you could say, fan of Stephen King. Um, and so when I read that his uh, story, The Shawshank Redemption, was being turned into a play, I immediately wanted to do it. Now, when I first heard about it, it was before the pandemic. Um, so I only ob obviously thought of it in terms of um, a staged, you know, in-person performance. Um, but then the pandemic hit and I started thinking about, could this be done virtually? And uh, a slightly funny story, I guess, is I started contacting the company that holds the rights to this play. And I asked if it could be done virtually. and for a while, they kept saying no. I was like, uh, well, I was kind of like Andy in The Shawshank Redemption, who keeps sending letters to uh, the Senate or something to get more books in the prison. I kept sending emails to the, uh, the people who hel held the rights to the show saying I would love to do this virtually. And I kept getting no's for a while. And I think maybe just my persistence eventually said, let's shut this kid up, let him <laughs> I call myself a kid. I know that's weird. Uh, let's let him do it. And so I eventually got the rights. So um, to answer both parts of that question, I, I've just always loved the story. Uh, the movie is probably not just my favorite Stephen King adaptation of all time, 
um, but also just my favorite movie of all time. Um, and while I don't think I will ever be able to be as good a director of the play as the director of that movie, um, it got me really excited about it. And I figured to kick off the first season, what better production than, than this? Yeah, I mean, it's really well known, so. Exactly. You know, the story itself is well known. So I think it is a good choice for the first season to kind of get things going, you know? Yeah. But like, while you're doing this, what, what kind of obstacles do you think there's going to be with this production? I think that the main obstacle is just, you know, doing it virtually, which means, you know, through our computers where the actors can't uh, see each other really, apart from maybe looking at their screen, they don't interact with each other in person. So that makes some scenes, uh, some moments difficult. Uh, I also think some of the subject matter in the play um, is really um, controversial to some people, perhaps very difficult uh, in nature to some people. And I want to be able to handle that honestly, but also with sensitivity to people who might also have had, um, you know, experiences like that or or anything sort of in the ballpark of that. So those are gonna probably be, you know, the, the harder scenes. And I don't wanna mention anything in particular because I, I don't wanna give any spoilers if they don't know it, but if you have read the book or seen the movie, you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So with that being said, who do you think would be a good audience for this show? Well, I know that if I weren't directing it, I would be a good audience. And so by that, I mean, Stephen King fans. Um, I think just also people who love a good story, uh, who love a good moving piece of theater will like it. I, I would definitely say no one under 18. Um, I saw the movie, obviously, when I was younger than 18. It came out in 1994. I don't think I saw it the year it came out because I would have been 13 in 1994. Uh, but I probably caught it, you know, in high school at some point, later high school. Um, so I, I, I won't say do not see it if you're under 18, but maybe watch it with someone, buy two tickets. Um, and uh, a little shameless promotion there. But uh, yeah, definitely people who, you know, who like a character piece, I think it would be. There's not a lot of action or special effects or anything like that. There are moments that are a little bit more tense than others, but, um, those groups I think would be a good fit for this. But we, we picked a great cast though. We sure did. They really fit these roles. I think. I would agree. Like I did we a good couldn't job. have them better. Yeah. I helped. Hey. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, we've done a read through and I, you know, you know the story. So do you have a particular favorite moment in this play or kind of the opposite? Is there one that you're anxious about having to direct virtually? Yeah, I'll, I'll answer those in reverse. So the, the one I'm sort of anxious about or nervous about directing is, uh, well, you know, if there are kids listening, cover your ears, cover their ears. Um, but there is a scene where, no, not you, Andrea. Uh, <laughs> there is a scene in the play where our main character, Andy Dufresne, is uh, gang raped by some of the other prisoners. Um, and the script handles it very nicely. It's mostly told or, or done off stage, uh, which is good. But again, I just want to handle that, you know, in a sensitive, uh, but yet um, honest moving way. So I'm a little bit anxious about that. 
but I would have to say that one of my favorite moments from the story, the original story, the movie, and that they fortunately kept in the play is this line, get busy living or get busy dying. Uh, if I had thought more about my high school yearbook quote before I actually put the one in there that I did, I probably would have picked that. That's kind of a, a saying that um, I think about a lot. I kind of interpret that to mean, you know, time's ticking. We're only here for a, a certain, you know, period of it and we gotta make the most of it. And I think that's really what the, the play is at heart. Mm -hmm. There's a very um, popular line. Yeah. I do like that one too. Yeah. Um, so is this directing experience different from others you've had? Have you done in-person theater directing before? I, I have. Uh, I've done, you know, a handful of in-person theater directing. I mean, I've directed a lot of plays for younger people, middle school, which is my real job. I'm a middle school teacher, a couple high school productions and community theater productions. But while I have also done virtual theater before, this play uh, is different in, if, if for no other reason, that it, it's kind of near and dear to my heart, perhaps more than uh, some of the other productions I've done. All of the productions I've directed, I've, I've loved, that they, they have all meant something to me. But this one in particular has a, a certain place in my heart. I can't even really explain why, maybe because of it being my based on my favorite movie or Stephen King uh, adoration that I have. I kind of feel like I, I owe it to myself and to Mr. King. I doubt he's going to watch, but if he does, uh, to, to kind of give it my all. And I give all my productions my all, but uh, you know, this one I especially want to make an impact, hopefully. Do you want Mr. King to watch this? Do you want me to call him? Sure. Do you know him? <laughs> I'm, I could probably get a hold of him. Uh, yeah, you, you got the, the connections. Uh, you know what? Now that you say that, my first gut instinct is like, yes, of course. But on the other hand, I think that would make me a little bit more nervous. You know? <laughs> so uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. Okay, keep me posted. Sure. Um, but being big fans of the story and the movie, like myself, how do, how do you think this version differs from both of those? Well, I think that um, I think most people know this story mostly from the movie. Um, there are obviously a lot of people who have read the the novella, but I think that the movie is kind of more well known, just because movies usually are more well known than books. Um, mm -hmm. So there's a lot more, um, you know, summary, which you know, like so that or or things that we don't see. Like I said, that scene I mentioned earlier happens off stage. Uh, as well as another kind of important scene that uh, sticks out in my mind from from the movie that happens off stage where we don't see it. So so that's going to be a change, uh, not for the not for the worse, I don't think. But the the play kind of like plays tend to do. You can't show certain things on a stage that you could, you know, manipulate in a movie. Uh, also, you know, we don't have as much of the inner monologue that we would have from characters as, as in the original text, as in the original short story. Red uh, is the narrator still. So we do get some you know, inner thought that way, but those are some changes that audiences will see when they watch the play, hopefully. Mm. And what do you hope that that audience can take away from the show? 
Uh, well, I think that despite the horrors of what happened in Shawshank um, and just the coarse language and just and, and all the kind of the darkness that uh, ultimately the story is about hope. Um, and I think to get back to part of the question you asked me earlier, why include it now in this season? I, I'll speak for myself. I think hope is something that we all need a little bit right now with the way the world is that uh, there are good people, there are bad people, but most people are somewhere in between in that gray area. And I think that it, it helps to kind of look twice at a person, get to know people maybe a little bit better than just judging them by what they are on the outside. You know, Andy in the play being, you know, called a murderer um, and all these other convicts. I mean, they're not great guys. I'm, I'm not trying to redeem them necessarily, but they are people and people with feelings and, and so on. And ultimately the, the show is, as I said, one of hope. Um, and that, I think Red says it, that is something that you never wanna give up. And hopefully this will give some hope to audience members in pretty dark times, like what I feel we're living in. Mm -hmm. We're definitely in dark times. They're getting brighter though. We hope. <laughs> All right. Well, that is all the questions I have for you, Mr. Those were good. Nice job, Andrea. Yeah. Yeah, I've been working on those. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Thank you for tuning in again to this episode of Inside the Shank. We will be back again soon with another interview from somebody within the Shawshank prison. Thank you for listening. And we hope to see you in our virtual audience for the Shawshank Redemption coming this summer from Shakespeare Virtual Theater Company. Take care.